It's the KZRG Morning News Watch on FM 102.9, 105.9, AM 1310 News Talk KZRG. Dalton Evans, Steve Scott, it's me, Peter Thiel, with our good friend Ben Ferguson of the Ben Ferguson Show. Hi, Ben. Nice to be with you this morning, my friend. Hey, it's all good. Let's talk about this for a second. Your page, your beloved page on Facebook disappeared. Yes. So uh, how this went down, and it just tells you how, how orchestrated big tech is and how organized they are. I was asked to speak at CPAC, and the topic of conversation was big tech censorship. And I didn't directly call out Facebook. I was talking about the overall ideas that big tech is controlling and silencing and muting conservatives, where you used to have these significant number of people that would watch you online, and now that disappeared, even though your page is still, quote, working. And now they'll come after your, 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 what you post and put it as, you know, needs content or context, excuse me, even if it's a political humor, or you'll write an article, or you'll put up an article, and they'll, they'll say it's partially false, even though it's actually not. And then they say you have reduced distribution because you violated our terms of service. So they'll hit you with inauthentic behavior, but won't explain what inauthentic behavior is. And within 12 hours of me making my speech at CPAC, uh, our page got nailed uh, for a bunch of, quote, violations. And now, as of as of right now, you can see it. It is shut down still right now at this moment. Uh, welcome to Big Tech Censorship. And it was it's obvious. Like, I'm not an idiot. It's directly related to that speech at CPAC. Uh, and this is what conservatives are now uh, having to deal with. So we, we, we have, you know, scrambled, basically, and said, okay, we're not safe, we're not safe on Instagram. We're still on there, right? But we're not safe. They're going to shut us down there at some point, too, because they're owned by Facebook. And so now we have run to Telegram, because we also have gotten hit on Twitter. And now, you can just see the algorithms. I mean, we used to do Facebook Live, and, and you, you've known my page for a while. Yeah, uh, We would do a Facebook Live, and a, a, a average day would be a half million views. It, a, a, no, a good post would be million-plus, like it could go million, million and a half, two million views. But it makes sense with our, if you have 1.2 million people, and thank, thank goodness there's a lot of conservatives that have followed us. And then all of a sudden, it just got shut down before the election, where a Normal day would be 50,000 in a 24-hour period. Uh, a great post would be 75 to 100,000, and hitting a home run, a grand slam would be anything over 100,000 views. Uh, and that's what Big Tech has done. They have taken conservative posts. They have taken conservative pages, and they've suffocated them. And then if you do speak out about and tell the story of being suffocated, right, your page being silenced and being throttled, uh, they'll just flat-out lock you down and say, watch this, and and, and it, it's really scary how many Republican leaders have been too afraid to speak out against big tech or actually put real legislation out there to hold them accountable because they're afraid of losing their own pages. Uh, and it's an embarrassment. And, look, I don't blame the Democrats for this. I blame the Republicans and leadership in the House and the Senate. For years, many conservatives like myself have been, raving, have been you know, waving this flag of big tech and what they're doing to conservatives. And they didn't listen to us because their own personal interests they put ahead of the well-being of the conservative movement. And now there's going to be none of us left to support and advocate for them uh, and explain to them what, what's going on and, 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 and to talk about the good news that needs to be put out there. And I think that's the biggest problem of all with this is that, is that you're dealing with that now is conservatives are being silenced and no one's standing up for us. Thank goodness the governors now start to step up. See the governor in Texas, the AG yes. there, and, and Governor DeSantis in Florida. 
Uh, they're going to go to, to war with these guys, but but this is long overdue, and it's going to take years to undo the power and influence they have. It's Ben Ferguson. He hosts the Ben Ferguson Show. Uh, you can hear him Sunday night at 6 o'clock right here on FM 102.9, 105.9, AM 1310, News Talk KZRG. Okay, we got the stimulus plan. It went from being a COVID relief plan to now they're calling a stimulus plan that got passed and signed by uh, President Biden this week. Here's one of the interesting things with it is that hidden inside it apparently is a tax increase. Yes. And yeah. uh, this is what happens when people don't have time to read the bill. Yes. So I mean, it's it, this is this is and remember, this is this is exactly what you should expect from the Democrats. They take a bill and they say that you can't be against it because we have the word COVID in it. Less than 10 cents on every dollar goes to any type of COVID initiative. And the rest is filled with port bill spending. And 90 plus percent of the bill has nothing to do with COVID at all, including tax increases. Uh, and welcome to the Democratic leadership, because they can't pass their ideas being intellectually honest with the public. They have to disguise it as something other than what it actually is. So you take a COVID bill, you tell everybody we got to ram it down people's shirts. We don't have time to read it. Uh, ten, less than 10 cents on the dollar goes to COVID. And why do you think they've pushed so fast over the last week and a half? Because, look. Things are actually starting to get better. Regardless of what Dr. Fauci and, and Joe Biden and the media tell you, this is a game changer with this vaccine. And millions and millions of Americans are more than happy and willing to get the vaccine because they want to get back to normal life. And they understand what it's doing to their paycheck and their businesses and their small businesses, and they're losing their jobs because of COVID. So people are unified in getting this vaccine. It is overwhelming that Americans are supporting the vaccine and going to do it because they want to get back to life. And so Democrats realize we are losing our window. It's closing very, very quickly. So we've got to hurry up as fast as we can, get this thing done in the name of COVID, because a month or two from now, I don't think you have the votes to pass this thing. Now, I, I think that may be the case as well. The other unique thing that the Democrats are hoisting on us is that they want to go and take over our election system, which I find frightening and scary all at the same time. No, they do, and that's part of what this HR one bill is about. They want to say that it's quote integrity in the elections. It's not. It's not about integrity in the elections. It's about taking away states' rights, uh, but it's also about doing everything we just did in the last election that enabled them to win the election. And what they want to do is they want to they want to have elections all over the country, just like what we just had, because they know that if they have elections the way the elections were just done, that they can win elections nine times out of ten in liberal areas. And there's no way Republicans can survive because it's not about voter integrity. It's about mass carpet bombing of ballots, going into areas where, where, where you can you have a ton of people vote that you know we're going to be 80 or 90 percent of the time voting for Democratic candidates and manipulating and changing the way we do elections and the integrity of our elections. And so, hey, they say, hey, pass this bill. It's going to have uniformity in the elections. No, it's not. It's about making sure that the Democrats have the deck stacked against us as conservatives. And that's not how elections should be done. No one should have an advantage or disadvantage based on election law. I'm not in favor of Republicans having an advantage either. I want to make that very clear. I want to know that every vote that is legal is counted, every vote that's illegal is thrown out, and, and, and the people that try to cheat and steal and lie to win elections don't have an advantage to get it done like they did the last time. George Soros uh, spent the last about five, six years uh, paying for 
uh, prosecutors in especially big cities. And these people are just doing mayhem. Well, here's what George Soros could pay for. In fact, Missouri, I know, is addressing this right now, is that our county clerks in many states, the county clerk is or a county probate judge, whatever each state calls it, is that they have a lot of power into making sure how elections are administered. And what if all of a sudden tomorrow uh, George Soros decided to fund and put in his crazies as the head of election biggest counties in America? He could destroy the United States quickly. No, no let's not talk about that as a theory. Let's talk about it as reality. I mean, socialists are taking over. Look at Nevada just two or three days ago now. Uh, the entire Nevada Democratic Party has been taken over by the socialists. Uh, I mean, declared socialists. All five of the seats in the Democratic Party that represent the Democratic Party in Nevada were won by socialists. And the and these Soros groups and these socialists are figuring out that if you can take over the party in the local municipalities statewide, and win these local statewide elections when a lot of people aren't voting, you can have total power over an entire state and the candidates and who gets in office. Uh, and the entire Democratic Party that, you know, and I'm talking about the employees of the of the Democratic State Party of Nevada all quit. All of them quit. Yeah. Uh, just two days ago because the socialists took over. And that's what George Soros and these guys have figured out how to do. It's brilliant. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's damaging. And it's just all hell breaks loose. What happens on the Ben Ferguson show on Sunday night right here on Newstalk KZRG? Yeah, we're going to talk about actually an inspiring story that uh, re- that kids are now fighting back against the public school unions and these lockdowns, and we're seeing kids that are getting smart, realizing they don't show up for virtual learning, they don't show up for in-class learning. Uh, you, you, they they actually these teachers lose all their power to dictate uh, and mandate that they stay home and learn, and they're starting to fight back. And it's sad that the kids are doing it instead of the parents. Uh, but we got some success stories now where kids are getting sports that are, they're going to be able to play again, which is amazing. Because they're saying, all right, you guys, guess what? You don't get paid if we don't show up. And we're just starting to not show up day after day, costing you too much money. And now you're having to back down. And, and for example, in, in Michigan, uh, we're now seeing uh, sports coming back. In Chicago, sports coming back because the kids have figured out they have the power to take on these teachers' unions and do what the parents have not been willing to do. And so they're getting back to class and in-class learning. And it's it's a brilliant and exciting story to watch these kids stand up to these evil teachers unions all over the country you're listening to fm 102.9 105.9 am 1310 news talk kzrg ben ferguson this weekend make sure you enjoyed the kim commando morning minute is next on news talk kzrg